This is a podcast from porofshukla.com. Antecedents to consumer confusion in financial services industry. It is only in the latter part of the 20th century financial services institutions FSIs started morphing into a different shape altogether. Previously, a bank provided only banking services that is mostly a place where you can deposit and withdraw money or similar assets. However, banks changed their role in a short span of time from consumer banking to multiple financial services providers that is they provided banking plus mortgages insurance credit cards capital and bond market services internet banking phone banking investment finance and several other services this new management of consumer credit and consumer debt had interesting implications for their marketing to financial services First in trying to cover every corner of the envisaged legal problems banks already had lengthy contract papers however with multiple services consumers were now subjected to a combination of plentiful and conflicting information an excessive number of brands and product replications second this one stop service philosophy was brought about to create ease in transaction however as the number of services increased the complexity did too on the other hand it created false confidence within the consumers regarding their financial judgment each of the above mentioned financial services require different set of skills to manage them however a single provider in one stop shopping made consumers think that capital and bond market investments were as easy as banking researchers suggest that product variety can have a significant positive effect on consumer decision making however results from empirical studies found that overchoice and overload of information deters consumers from engaging with a service provider due to confusion over a product's value the multiplicity of financial services which created the false confidence may have similar results relating to consumer confusion and service value judgment as observed in other industries where product proliferation proliferations occurred however prior studies have not looked at consumer confusion in financial services industry in a recent paper published in the association for consumer research conference my co-authors uh, dr madhumita banerji fonitech adidam and i attempted to conceptualize and empirically test a model of consumer confusion in financial services industry i'm going to address the first research questions in this post focusing on what are the causes of consumer confusion in financial services industry looking at prior studies we believe that confusion is fueled by consumers general expectations attribute similarities between products and services that is what we call attribute confusion and overload conflict and ambiguity of information that is information confusion i'm going to focus on all these three dimensions one by one let's start with expectations most researchers share a similar opinion that consumer expectations prior to a service encounter impact on consumers evaluations of service performance In the service literature the expectations construct has been divided into two parts namely predictive expectations and evaluative expectations 
the predictive expectations construct is associated with the label of performance and evaluative expectation construct is associated with an estimation of performance. Bit jargonic. Let's say, take an example, a consumer holding all his financial transactions, including banking, mortgage, credit cards, and personal loan, among others, with a single FSI, approximately 45% of all FSI consumers in the UK or most countries belong to this kind of category, calls the consumer services department for an emergency situation, such as stolen card or identity fraud. At this juncture, the consumer expects the call to be answered in a reasonable time, which is called predictive expectation, and also expects that whoever answers the call is in the right frame of mind and possesses knowledge related to the problem, what we call evaluative expectations. In most of the FSIs, all the service departments operate separately, and therefore the consumer will be asked to call each of them separately, leaving the consumer angry anxious and confused as to is he or she dealing with a single financial services institution or actually multiple. Therefore, we believe that expectations have a direct relationship with overall consumer confusion. The second part of our argument was that attribute confusion was also causing overall consumer confusion. Now, several researchers have suggested that tangible and intangible attributes of products or services, such as the similarity of the offer, lead to consumer confusion. For example, brand image influences the manner in which consumers perceive a product. Similarly, a availability of tangible and intangible feature of products, services and brands in the FSI sector creates a likelihood of consumer confusion. For example, when a consumer looks at a brochure from any financial services institution with regard to a specific service, the terms of the service or the look and feel may hardly be different. Being a multi-ethnic and multicultural team, we could observe this phenomenon in more than one country and therefore thought about the impact of attribute confusion on overall confusion. The third construct we were measuring as an antecedent was information confusion. Information confusion rela is, is relating to a product or service aims not only at informing but persuading to make a specific choice. We already knew that consumers have limited limitations in their capacity to assimilate and process large amount of information which may lead to information confusion. Furthermore, researchers have suggested that information confusion influences the effectiveness of consumer decision-making. Now, This impact can be attributed to two phenomena, namely a. Consumers' inability to locate the relevant information due to the sheer volume of information, that is, overload of information, um, b. Oversight in identifying critical insights out of the information presented and the variety of information provided through various information sources. So the ambiguity and conflicting information. In this marketing research study, we measured the impact of the above three antecedents on consumer confusion. Without going into the details of the measurement, scaling and structural models, I shall now focus on the results. The findings suggest that the hypothesized antecedents, namely expectations, attribute confusion, and information confusion significantly affect overall confusion. 
Increasing understanding of consumers and decreasing confusion is one of the major aims of any organization. Moreover, in markets like financial services, where many similarities of expectations, attributes and information exist within consumers' minds, reduction in consumer confusion can become a source of competitive advantage. So the framework we developed in the paper can be used by managers with a kind of a first-hand idea of where and how consumer confusion is caused. And it will also assist managers in optimizing their organizational resources to manage the multifaceted phenomenon of consumer confusion. Managers treating consumer confusion as a single-tier construct may receive undesirable results. For example, just improving the product or service features may reduce attribute confusion. However, poor communication and highly raised expectations may still elevate the overall confusion. Similarly, a good communication campaign with less differentiated product or service may also elevate confusion in consumers' minds. Um, these are about the antecedents of consumer confusion. In the next uh, podcast, I'll be focusing on the consequences of consumer confusion. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. And um, you can visit portofshukla.com. That is P-A-U-R-A-V-S-H-U-K-L-A dot com uh, for further details and further work which I'm carrying in the field of marketing management. Thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.